0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to this week's episode of I Cast Fireball, an actual play, 5e, DD adventure, where we go through the campaign, Tyranny of Dragons. I'm Thomas, your DM for this adventure, and around the table we have... Malamara. Lance Thalen, And Fleeple. And, as promised last week, we have a guest character joining us but for now we'll have the player introduce themselves why don't you go and
1: introduce yourself for everybody here hello i'm josh lormer i am i play DD. i'm here (laughs) to play (laughs) DD. And
0: Josh is being modest, but Josh comes from a sneak attack famedom. Um, anybody else who's listened to actual play DD and um, D adventures, um, he's the reason that me and Ned got into D five e D and D, wanting to record an actual play podcast. Josh, thank you so much for joining us on this next leg of our
1: adventure. He's a sneaky, sneaky titan. It is my absolute pleasure to be here. <laughs> Can't wait. I'm very excited. I love joining in on other podcasts and seeing how they do their thing, and yeah, big props to anybody that's like indie producing their own podcast. It takes so much work, so I'm I I love joining and jumping in. I'm very excited, and you guys have got a great cast. I'm so pumped. Yes, Thanks for having me. we just played a we played an improv
0: game right beforehand, and Josh crushed it. And uh, I think we're gonna have a fun time tonight. So. But last we left off, we left off a little bit on a cliffhanger. Um, You had just recently popped into Neverwinter. All of you having the charge, having the mission to go after Resmir, get the black dragon mask if possible, but at the very least to track her down and see what you can get out of her, capture her, defeat her. It was left up to your own devices, whichever you wanted to do. And as soon as you exited the structure which housed the teleportation circle. You found yourself on a bustling street in Neverwinter itself, and you found a figure very shiftily, Fleeple did at least, very shiftily moving away from the marketplace with a dagger with the exact insignia, shape, and size of the Cult of the Dragon. And that is where we jump into tonight's adventure. So, The Jank Squad, Fleeple in particular, you see this figure some distance away from you, quickly, but trying to be sneaky about it, exiting to a direction northeast of your current location, away from the market.
2: So my gut reaction is to like reach into my pack and find my own cultist dagger, but I'm looking at my character sheet and I don't think I have it anymore. <laughs> you stuck it into the dragon s- door. Yeah, that's how. That's yeah, it right. broke. I, I oh gosh. So I have a moment where I'm like, oh gosh, where is it? And then I realize, wait, no, I don't have time for a look for this. I need to go chase after this guy. Uh, turn to my friends and I just like elbow them both in the shins and point at my eyes, point in that direction and put a claw in front of my mouth and go shh and just begin moving in that direction. Wait, Fleeple, wait, what?
0: And with Fleeple pointing out in that direction, you too see this figure, Lance in particular. Although you are in half-orc disguise with your disguise hat, you recognize somebody when they're trying not to be seen, and this person is very bad at what they're doing. But you see that that's probably who Fleeple is speaking of. Mal and... uh, lance as you both catch up with fleeple and focus in both of you now with it being brought to your attention can see the cultist dagger on this person and so you're able to understand what's going on and i assume if you're following fleeple's lead you follow from a distance weaving in and out of alleyways um trying to be a little bit stealth why don't you all roll me a stealth check please
2: oh boy you got this well if we're
3: doing roguey things
2: Oh Rogie dice. dice. Okay, that is a modded
3: 20 for Fleeple. 23 for Lance Thalen. Okay, and Mal? 11! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> you're double digits! Double digits!
0: <laughs> All right. So that is enough for all of you to succeed against uh this shifty character so to speak walking fast away from you and you do keep your distance you follow him for a good 10 minutes and you just are trying to see where they're heading and at one point near the end of this um stalking session here you have to stop because they walk into a sort of open field an open area now For our listeners, and even for our players here, this is somewhat in the southeastern portion of Neverwinter. And Lance, without rolling any history, you remember, this portion is where the Great Tear of the city was created. That was opened directly to the abyss below. That has been since repaired, but left a gaping mark on the landscape, and this person is walking to that area. As you see him go quite a distance, as he's looking behind him, looking all around him, you see that there are tents a little ways in the distance, maybe 300 feet, and there seems to be a lot of bustling going about. And These tents, they're very large, they're very big, some of them, and some of them are very small. And on tents, I don't mean like sleeping tents, I mean like gathering areas. Not quite like the tents you saw at the cultist
3: camp itself. Lance, why don't you roll me a perception check here? Alrighty. Oh, it's actually not half bad. Perception. It's going to be eighteen.
0: Um, with an eighteen, you see that there are quite a mer- menagerie—maybe the right word—of individuals and creatures roaming about. You see these men lifting boulders that are about as big as they are. You see animals being carted around in cages. You see somebody walking on their hands. Instead of their feet walking across, and uh, it's a
3: circus, it perhaps could be a circus. (laughs) The disdain in Jacob's voice, it's a circus, a circus. (laughs) You don't know anything about the Neverwinter Circus. (laughs) Oh, with scum and villainy. (laughs) And that person doesn't quite go to
0: the main tent, they go off to a side tent skirt skirt aside from all of the individuals and go into one of the smaller ones and throw open a flap and close it behind
2: themselves. Now, as we were tailing this individual, I hopefully would like to try and get enough of a sense of maybe what this individual looks like to be able to just, like, pick them out.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> for ten minutes you were tailing them. It was kind of like in some glances, but uh, they were uh, human male. Pretty short, actually. Uh, not quite uh, circus-level short, but below average for the human male, maybe about 5'2". And uh, very, very bright blonde hair and um, just had a hunched back and not not overly hunched here, but, you know, trying to, like, hide their body, hide, hide themselves as they, they were quickly weaving through the streets. But pretty distinctive enough to where you could pick them out with with maybe a little bit of time
2: okay so seeing that lance is kind of surveying this area taking in all the details i once again elbow him in the shin and i say "Lance Thalen, what do your elf eyes see
3: oh man well <sighs>
0: is I'm that the first
2: time right we've now. said that on this show
0: <laughs> i yep that is the first that uh, is
3: i appreciate it i appreciate it beautifully it is beautiful Lance Thalen, as he's kind of looking about, will... Yeah, will, will start to kind of describe what he sees. And well, it kind of looks like it's a circus. And you are very much catching. It's a very different accent. Because Lance Thalen was trying to disguise himself through this city. As with his hat. And as with my ability, every long rest, I have now shifted a proficiency into the performance skill.
2: Well, it's a good so, thing we're at the circus then. I Maybe. know.
3: Lance is putting on a Absolutely. little bit of performance to try and pass off this new person.
4: While he's looking around, knowing that the one guy win the tent, and Fleeple and Lance are obviously much sneakier than Malamara, while Lance is surveying, she'll lean down to Fleeple's level, avoiding his now wings coming out of his back. She goes, who, who has ascending stones? Why don't I take one of the sending stones and you two can go after that guy and I'll just stay out here because there's no way I can get close to that guy without everybody noticing.
2: All right. And I'm, I'm trying to think how old we, we haven't established how old Lance is, have we? Well, I, I just always get the vibe that Fleeple is older in relation to Flance. Let's so never I reveal look at his whole
3: like, No, not yet.
2: <laughs> yeah, I look up at him and I'm like, uh, you're not old enough for a sending stone yet here. Let me take care of that.
3: Oh, you realize I bought... Okay. Lance is gonna... Yeah. He'll hand them off.
0: All right, so Fleeple and Lance, both of you are going to stalk
3: towards this tent, correct? Uh, before I do, I'm just gonna turn to Malamar and be like, the last time we left you, <laughs> things didn't go quite right. So you might want to stay put this time.
4: I'm just going to check for other entrances or exits to the tent. Okay? I promise I won't go through any other
0: doors. All right. So once you, so Lance and Fleeple, you approach cautiously, but being in the open, you have nothing to hide behind. So the only thing you can hide behind is your persona, is is the, the fact that you belong, so to speak. So go ahead and roll me each a performance check.
2: Performance, you got this sport. Hey, that's not horrible. That's a twenty-two. Whoa, that's way more than not horrible. That's way good. I (laughs) I have a (laughs) twenty-one. Oh, look at
0: us! (laughs) (laughs) So, Flaple, you start like you start like uh, flapping your wings a little bit, and you just start like hovering. Like uh, there are some creatures amongst here, so maybe you should try and. Uh, act, act the part, act like a circus folk, so to speak, that you've heard about, um, from Bevan way back in Greenest when he was talking about when the circus came through Greenest one of those days. And, uh, both of you make it up pretty well, and you're able to get up to the tent without any issue. Everybody sort of just nod to you, look around, and you hear people yelling for this, for that. One person goes,
3: when can I see the displacer beast? I need it on stage in five.
0: And so you were able to slip away to this tent. Mal, you said you were going to try to see if there's anywhere else near the tent or in the tent. Are you still staying the 300 feet away or are you like going the other way?
4: Just casually making her way around the tent. I assume that if he went into one side, if he's going to run out, maybe there's another way. She's just going to activate her Eldridge Sight. And just casually walk around.
0: So, as you uh, activate the Eldritch site, you look like the muscle of the circus, so to speak. And how far does Eldridge site seat again? That's uh, detect magic.
4: It is. A million feet. I don't have that written down.
2: Probably. A million That's feet. That's embarrassing, Colin.
4: Yeah. I'm so sorry. That's I haven't <laughs> detected for a while. I want to see 60 feet.
0: <laughs> okay. Um, so, you go to the other side just to be like, if there's tr- some sort of escape, I'm going to be here to catch them. And Lance and Fleeple, how do you go about this tent?
2: Yeah, so Fleeple, with his surprising uh, aptitude for performance, apparently is kind of getting into the role and trying to sort of match Lance's energy. I'm going to turn towards him and be like, all right now, Lance, you look a bit more normal than I do at the moment. How about you go in there, you do the talking, and I'll try and take a bit of a back seat.
3: (laughs) Oh my gosh. All right, how about... How about we approach it this way? You are a new act that we are trying to sell, and I am your manager.
2: Yeah, that sounds like a good idea.
3: You're you're a winged old prospector, apparently, and I'm gonna get you into this circus one way or another.
1: <laughs> I just wanna hear I just wanna hear Fleeple say, crime and trigger,
2: Italy, Lance, Lancet, let's go on in there to this town. Soon. <laughs>
0: Uh, Before you guys can go in there Fleeple with your passive Perception being um, A thousand No with your passive perception being 17 These characters Inside or rather these um, Humanoids inside did not Roll low enough and you start to pick up On their conversation One of them you obviously can't put Voices to faces as you didn't hear Anything goes uh, I did what they asked I just walked around I uh I don't like carrying this dagger in the open though. I mean, we just joined a few days ago. What if somebody tries to take it from us? And the other person's like, I know, I know it's not ideal, okay? But really this is gonna get us on the right path. And look, you heard what they said. They were very persuasive. We we just we just gotta trust in them and trust in the glory that is to come. And the third one goes Uh yeah, I mean it's it's all gonna come together, and all we gotta do is just pay our dues, and eventually we'll rise up to the top. And uh, you know, it's gonna be easy breezy. I mean, look, we've got this. Uh, we've already got a prize for them here, and uh, and when we show them this, when we show them this thing, they're gonna be uh, we're gonna be jumping up to like at least third level. Do they even use levels in in the cult? I I I, I don't know. And so. It's just part of the conversation you're picking up.
2: And my mind kind of takes me back to the caldera when we were coming up with our sort of fake stories about why we decided to join the cult, and I'm like, oh man, these guys are total posers, but at least they're a a lead. So I (laughs) turn to Lance, and I'm like, well, they got some kind of prize in there, and I'm interested in figuring out what that is. A prize? Yeah, I mean... But the thing that kind of is throwing me off guard a little bit is they wanted to be seen with that dagger, it sounds like. So maybe, maybe we could come in with the angle of like, hey, we know what's going on with the cult. In fact, in fact. And I reach into my bag. And while I may not have my dagger anymore, I do have those cultist pendants. I've got one of the common ones and one of the fancy ones. Yeah, there you go. I'm going to put kind of the more common one around my own neck. And I'm going to give the fancy one to Lance Thalen.
3: Well, Lance Thalen will withdraw from his bag a ceremonial dagger, because I still have Oh
2: one. yes!
3: I'm like, all right. There we right. go. Okay, we're
2: let's do some recruiting, Lance. We're going to be dressed to the
3: nines right now. We're going to go in here, all right, and see what they can what they can tell us.
0: So, both of you walk into the tent, then. Yeah.
2: Uh, I'm going to fly into the tent. Thank you very much. Oh, very nice.
0: As you fly into the tent, and uh, Lance, you walk into the tent. It's pretty, first off, it reeks. It, it just it, it, It's not like, oh my gosh, uh, dead bodies. It's just like, wow, these teenagers haven't showered all day. There's just a musk in the air that is very unpleasant. And uh, there seem to be a few cots in here, but barely enough room for the cots to even fit. There's like a small table with like a small bag of like peanuts and peanut shells littered all over the floor. Um, Probably the free food that came with the circus because every circus has to have peanuts. And um, the most interesting thing, however, is the majority of this tent Has this cage, a huge cage with a white wolf in it. Wait a second. Oh, no. (laughs) Wait just a second. Okay. (laughs) As you fly in and you walk in, Lance Thalen, the wolf looks up at you. All three characters look at you, and one of them goes, Excuse me, who do you think you are?
2: Where are you just walking in here? And I kind of puff my chest out and show off that medallion and I say "Oh, representatives of Resmir aren't enough for you
0: oh my goodness guys guys this is the real deal here
2: this is it, this is it. oh we're so sorry and they all just fall to their knees
0: and like bow to you and the one who was like on the cot just sort of like lounging takes him a while to see what's going on before he jumps to his feet and, uh, and bows to you as well and all three bow before you while the wolf just stares at you, too, and, like, co- sort of cocks its head.
2: I'm definitely scoping this wolf. It's very intriguing to me, but we've got some recruiting to do, so I'm just going to, like, keep the wolf in the corner of my eye. And, you know, actually, I'm just going to directly address and be like, what is this fascinating beast you've got here? Oh, oh, uh,
0: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Uh, we we totally caught this thing um, roaming the streets. Uh, and we saw it turn into like this elf, and then it turned into this wolf again.
1: Um, but, but I was not I would, a werewolf. If, if go ahead, if he's letting that out, I would like to change shape. I, I didn't know whether or not he would give that information up, so I'm just gonna turn into an elf. I'll turn into my elf form. I'll be ex- excuse me, but that was that is private information that you were just sharing with everybody in the room. And what do they, Josh, when
0: uh, you turn into your elf form, what do they see? Describe your character.
1: I assume any of my, like, weapons and things have been taken, more yes, or less. Yes, they have. They have. So I'm just dressed in some basic leathers, uh, a, a, an elf that resides in the woods more than anything, uh, long, flowy white hair, somewhat unkept, uh, but the the, you know, the... The elegant, pristine face of a somewhat ageless-looking elf, but rather perturbed, and kind of hands on his sh- on his sides, you know, a little disgruntled at mm-hmm. kneeling in your cage, hands on your sides. Yeah, side. just like you know, come on, guys. Like I know I'm your prisoner, but like you, it could have just been a wolf for a little while.
2: Yeah, I, I look at this wolf and I say, "What? Humanoids turning into animals? Such a preposterous idea. Never heard of such a thing."
0: With that, uh, the initial shifty once said,
1: "Wait a minute. What happened to your voice just then? What What happened? They are keeping me prisoner, please.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> they're going to, They're going to sell me. Please. What's going on?" Wait, did you sorry, back up,
0: Ned, did you come in with the performance like drawl or did you come in with Fleeple? So I forgot.
2: The first time I spoke to these guys, I spoke as Fleeple, completely forgetting that I was doing the southern accent. Oh wait, so-
1: I would I would think that they're I would think that they're just more of the same at this point, right? I wouldn't think that they're here to free me. Yeah, absolutely. It's just like, oh gosh, come on. Yeah, I'll just absolutely. sit there perturbed in my elf form. Okay. I won't beg for help. We go
0: back. <laughs> to fleeple's line of uh such a preposterous thing yes
3: uh well uh,
0: uh, we we wanted to get it for you we um it's it's a very rare very rare creature here um
3: not many not many oh gosh it's hot well 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 ain't this a bag of nails we got here and they finally see the half orc behind them. Go, oh my gosh!
0: And um, as you're uh, got your hand on this dagger, they're like, oh! They, it just falls back to the ground. As he's just like sort of taking deep breaths,
3: breathe, boy, breathe. All right. I'm breathing. I'm breathing. What does this wolf elf transfiguration person have to do with your standing in the organization?
1: Uh, well,
0: well you're always after like uh, magical creatures and like magical power and um, as I was saying before this uh this
1: guy he transforms um, not under a full moon so uh I would thank you not to liken me to the lycanthrope please
0: hey hey and he goes over and like kicks the cage um, and immediately grabs his foot because it it hurt a lot kicking the cage and goes ow just You be quiet in there. You're our prisoner, okay?
2: Ow, that really hurt. Gosh. And I approach the cage, like, flying pretty silently until I'm, like, right up behind this guy as he's not paying attention. And just say, so you want to be bought then? You talking to me? Ah, yes. You're telling us that you wish to be sold?
1: I I wish to be freed. Ah, if you could free thing. me, perhaps I
2: would I could owe you a life debt. Hmm.
1: That's a pretty nice. Is that yes. Things that elves do, I'm I'm sure.
2: Well. And I turn to these teenagers and say, Well, perhaps we can take this elf wolf back to HQ and see what the higher ups think about him, and then we can use that to discern whether we wish to induct you fully into the organization or not.
0: Um the second walks up and goes, uh, excuse me, uh, we're we're the ones that, that are going to take this to our recruiter. I'm not going to have you come in here and snatch this from under our feet here. OK, like
1: we're, oh, we're,
2: oh, we're going to take the this to our here. recruiter. Who is your recruiter anyway? They.
1: <clears throat> uh, frankly, we
0: didn't get their name, but we have the place where we met them. Okay, and we're going to get in touch with them. Okay, we're going to get in touch
2: with them. Where did you see the recruiter? We, north
0: Neverwinter, okay, near the Pure Lake. um, And uh, we were told that uh, in order to be considered for the cult, we had a week probation where we had to openly and brazenly show our devotion and they all show their daggers that have been on their hips to to then to prove to all of our friends and family that we are joining the cause okay and we are near that and we have um we have gone above and beyond
2: sir cobalt th- 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 sir and i just kind of go Oh, you met near the lake. Oh, you just, you got the worst possible recruiter. I'm going to keep their name secret for their own protection, but goodness, you, you could really use a better recruiter, just TBH. Oh, guys, guys,
0: I told you, I told you this was bogus, man. We're going to get caught and sent to the police. We just captured this random elf dude.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I'm, I'm really... I really feel for these guys. I'm trying to speak to the, whichever one, like the cobalt, I suppose seems like the most important in the room or whoever looks most important in the room. Uh, that's definitely Fleeple for the moment at the moment. You know, I, it's sympathetic. very, it's a hard life being in, uh, a, a hench person, but, um, the, like in truth, I, you know, unlock the cage, maybe give me like two minutes alone with these guys. And, Uh, I'm sure I can inform you about anything that they heard while they had me captive and help out but uh I don't like having been locked in a cage yeah Mal
0: while this is going on you actually hear some of these panicked screams and you hear um, some of this conversation being about 60 feet away Uh, and so you're just like cock your head and you're like they're taking a long time in there I mean
1: just between you and me uh they don't really have a future in the organization, I'm sure. Like, the this is... This is probably as far as they go in your dragon party thing that you got going.
2: Especially if they stick with the person that is trying to recruit them, goodness. Sure.
0: Oh, gosh. Um, uh, th- look, look. We, we're serious about joining the cult, okay? We are... We know... Look, we're, we're serious. We were going to go down to Lottie's place in two days... And we were going to, we were going to, we, we have, look, we, we, we've even, they pull something out and they pull out a coin with just a massive, like gold coin, a a little bit larger than a normal, I almost said galleon, uh, but a normal gold coin there, uh, with a big L
3: emblazoned on it. Like we were, we, we were going to give these. Okay. Listen, listen, listen here. Odd stick. Okay. Listen up. If you want to keep on living and be above the snakes, you have to give us everything you have on this cult because whoever your recruiter was gave you a bad box information,
2: okay? Oh, gosh, guys! Where are these aphorisms coming from?
3: They're coming from my 101 cowboy slang
1: terms that I printed out.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yes!
1: I would like... I would like, Is there legitimately a place where where cowboys ever said now we've got a box of nails or whatever you... What did you call bag it? bag of, of nails. We got a bag of nails. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Which is like probably the worst in, like c- container for nails. Yep,
3: is a, a bag. <laughs> yep. Well, a bag of nails means it's it's stupid. It's confusion. That's why I said. Well, we got a bag of nails here. <laughs> um, I didn't
1: put that together. I can I can give you the translations. That's great. No, we need a real cowboy here to yeah. to like so that we can understand. Can I roll a, a perception on the two newcomers to see if. Uh, like if they're legit um i i have ideas of what i want to do next as my character but it depends on whether i should include them in the threat or not so
0: uh with this maybe maybe an insight check might be a little bit more appropriate trying to gauge like where where they're at like in their the like are they are they legitimate are they here that cowboy sounds real convincing uh so Fleeple and Oh my gosh, Lance, why don't you go, guys both roll a deception check here I rolled 23 Whoa And Josh, just so I can start using character's name your character's name, which will be revealed is Ralph Ralph, gotcha, so Ralph rolled a
3: 20, Ralph <laughs> rolled a 23 Fleeple Uh, that's gonna beat my 6 Lance? Well We're just pulling this off at the exact same time because I got a six too. (laughs) (laughs) We are right in sync with each other. (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) So these two
0: are convincing these uh, teenagers. But Ralph, as you sort of like peer at them, you're like, oh, okay. All right, cool. Yeah. um, uh,
1: These people aren't part of the cult. Uh, Maybe they are trying to save me. Maybe they're trying to like jump in here. So the the big the big one hasn't talked as much is that right mm-hmm. yeah so lance hasn't spoken as much and when he has you can't understand these things he's saying <laughs> <laughs> listen um ignore the children we can deal i can deal with you guys can i like make like a like a gesture towards him just be like come here come here and let let the cobalt keep talking with them but like try and gesture for the big guy to come over
3: I'll, just, I'll, I'll turn over to, to Fleeple and just say, uh, my winged colleague, if you could kindly set straight these teenagers, and I will go talk to the prisoner.
2: I give a wicked little grin and say, nothing would please me more. And I turn towards them, and I just produce flame and hold a little ball of flame in my hand, kind of twirl it with my fingers. Uh, the one
0: um, teenager just is paralyzed. And then you see their trousers get a little bit wet, um, and th- that's that's all that they... And then the other two are like, oh, Trevor, come on, man, come on. Get it together, Trevor.
3: <laughs> but Ralph and Lance, uh, you are... I'll kneel down next to the cage, um, just kind of squatting down, because I assume it's not a full-on cage where... Ralph is able to even stand up. He's kind of almost crouched. Yeah, Ralph is
0: having to be on his knees for the most part, unfortunately.
1: Kind of like the, like knees in front of him, arms around his knees. Uh, Okay, hey, look, big guy. um, uh, I can, I know that these youths are foolish enough to think that what you and your buddy are doing is legitimate, but I can tell right out the gate. You guys are no uh, cultists. If you were cultists, You wouldn't suffer these idiots as long as you have. And if I was of any... You'd you'd clearly see that I'm of incredibly great value and be done with them and take me for yourselves. I'm guessing you guys are other bad guys or good guys. Right?
3: (laughs) I mean, that's a very big generalization either way. So I'm going to say yes, we fit in either of those categories.
1: Six of these, half a dozen of the other. So... Are you here to rescue me?
3: I'll be honest with
1: you. That wasn't the initial goal. But... Like you like slip it in there? Tag it in on that goal? Um, We can make that a secondary objective. <laughs> okay, cool. So here's the thing. I'm a magical user. Love you use said magic. I figured. Can't tell from I figured the, that, yeah. Turning into a wolf. Yeah, thing. that gave um, it away. Yeah. There is a magical sword named Jeremy... It's right over, it's with my, the rest of my, um, far, in, so in the, where they got my stuff over there, it's a scimitar, if you could grab that for me, that would be, you get it to me, it's my focus, I will, uh, I can just take care of everything here, really button it up.
3: So you want nice me, easy. you want me to get your sword, give it to you while you're in the cage, and That'd then you button
1: everything up inside here. Like a button. Like on shirts. Hook it all together. Nice and neat.
3: Are you going to kill them? Is that what you're
1: saying? Oh, that'd be nice. It's been very frustrating being captured. But, I mean, if we, uh, you can torture them for information or... I mean, they are teenagers. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know if we're Sure, go... sure.
1: I mean, I, I've known a lot of teenagers. There's not a whole lot that joined a cult to destroy the world. That's but sure. true. Yeah, but, uh, a, uh, have you ever been to Neverwinter? Sir? Uh, maybe like once or twice. I know a few things about Neverwinter. I could maybe answer some questions. Give you some. I could. I could show you around. I. I I know Neverwinter, and I can say, uh,
3: it doesn't set people right. So I'm willing to give these teenagers a little bit of a pass. Got drawn into the wrong situation. Uh, But we we're gonna make them leak a little bit. So we we pan over to Fleeple. What are
0: you doing with these teenagers to distract them?
2: Uh, I am reading the Mondath's horrible dragon poetry. Yes! (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) I wish I was a dragon. Woe is me. I would have huge claws on my feet. My teeth would be huge, yellow, and sharp. But I probably couldn't play a harp. Woe is me.
1: (laughs) Gold.
2: Oh, man.
0: Yeah, that's keeping them engaged for sure. The one who's like on the cot is like, man, I dig it. And the other two are just Snaps. Um, staring the whole time. Yeah, just snapping the whole time. And then the other two are like, gosh, I hope this guy doesn't kill
3: us. Pan back to Lance and Ralph. Do you know anything about, as I'm, this is whispering, obviously, do you know anything about the cult in which they're claiming to belong to?
1: Absolutely.
3: Yes. Inside check. <laughs> <laughs> okay, roll an insight check. There's a man in the ca- in a cage who wants to get out of the cage telling me exactly what I want to know. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Without hesitation. <laughs> Absolutely, I do. Yes, I can give you this information. You what, before you ask the question, let me just tell you right now. Absolutely. Yep. Yes. Uh, yes, he does. That is going to be for insight. Oh, where's my insight?
3: Insight's in a uh, uh, wisdom thing. Uh, oh, okay.
1: That's going to be a 26- I am being very honest You are? Oh,
3: okay All uh,
1: right. So I, I don't need to roll deception Because I'm not, I'm not lying to you I'm just
3: going to say this straight up to you I will get you out of this cage Would you lack to form an alliance? Ooh Like equal partners? We can talk about the logistics of equality After you are out of the cage But yes, potentially
1: Okay, uh, because of that I'm going to label you in the good guy group
3: Whichever way the wind blows today, sure
1: I have no leverage, and you just said we'll figure it out after I have leverage.
3: So, <laughs> this
0: that reminds me of like a really bad Survivor Alliance conversation. Be like, I feel like we should form an alliance. Anybody who's watched Survivor out there, you know what I'm talking about. Like, I can get you immunity, man. I can get
1: you immunity. We'll be the last, very last two. Hopefully, we'll the, the last two. Yeah, the other.
3: final two. Final two, bro. <laughs> final two. Final two, it, man. Final bro? Two. I, w- I want to be with a competitor, and you're a competitor. Ha <laughs>
1: <laughs> ha Listen, if I can just make it to number two, that's all I care yeah, about. I don't okay. need to yeah, the, no, I get yeah, you. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> and then like in each side interview we're both like just trash talking. Oh, I'm just taking him along. He's gonna be they're gonna vote him out. And he's like, Oh, he's just a brain dumb, you know, he's brain dead. Yeah,
1: cut to the talking head. As soon <laughs> yeah, as I get out of the cage, talking. I will kill him first. <laughs> but cut but to the talking <laughs> heads in the tent when you're in the cage. I'm just <laughs> off yeah, to the side. The Internal monologues
3: of yeah. Ralph and Lance. <laughs> exactly <laughs> that. <laughs> Oh my gosh. All right. I will, with with our potential alliance formed, I will stand up, go over to relieve the poetry session, and I will just say, Oh, beautiful. That was so beautiful. It brings a tear to my eye every time I hear it. Thank you so much, the my one friend. one guy just goes, slam! Yeah. Yep, you are a teenager. Okay. Listen up, fellas. I don't know who sold you this trick that you're trying to gain, being into a group, being into this cult, but I'm going to tell you you got you got, you got, got sold some bad yams here, okay? It's not working out for you. It's not going to be good, and I'm just going to be honest. I've already seen your skills, and that dog don't hunt, baby. You got to go home. You got a home to go to. Do you have a family? Do you have a mama? Where's your mama? <laughs>
1: <laughs> tell us where <laughs> your mothers are.
3: My, my, my mom is in the market district, and she's she's probably worried sick about me. This ain't what know,
2: she wants for you. She was in jail or something. mom's <laughs> in jail. <laughs> I
1: in jail. I oh, I thought we were cooking. learning where their families are, so we could threaten them. Oh gosh! <laughs>
3: listen, you need you need <laughs> listen. You need to go to your mama. You need to tell her straight up that you will be ace high from now on that you will take that stall and you'll run it for her. Because she, I bet her her feet are tired, son. She don't need to be standing up all day. That's you. Yeah. Yeah, he just nods his head with his eyes closed like, yes, sir. So yes, sir. I no, think I will do as long as, as as my colleague here does not want to burn you alive in the spot, which he is fond to do, we can let you go as long as you give us the key to this cage and you give us everything you have associated with this organization, so we'll go ahead and roll an intimidation check, but with
0: advantage. Right. This whole conversation, Ralph um, and the bad poetry—I um, say that's a good, like, climactic moment to for, uh, to initiate the intimidation. There,
1: you really kind of like send them through like an emotional roller coaster. I did. It's like, I really did. S- do s- scare them into p- peeing themselves, then read them weird poetry, <laughs> then talk about their families. The. <laughs> I brought the emotional, the
3: emotional baggage with it. Yeah. Do I got this sport? And I just mentioned, like, Flip he might oh, yeah. blow you into fire.
2: Yeah. I walk up behind him and I just like put one claw on each shoulder and <laughs> lift myself up over his head and I'm grazing <laughs> And out of with the corner, with wings
0: just flapping.
2: <laughs> yes, out of the corner of, out of the corner of my teeth, I just whisper to Lance, "You got this sport." All right.
0: That's a fourteen. And Josh, that's guidance whenever a fleeple does that. Excellent, uh, Fourteen. Excellent. Fourteen. Fourteen. Let's have these guys roll. Wow. Terrible. Uh, the one who is just shaking goes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Second one kind of looks down at Shane being like, yeah, okay, fine. I was just trying to do, I was just trying to be my own person. Okay. But if we got fad. Bad and bad information. I don't want to. I don't want to go down that wrong path. And the third one goes, "Yeah, yeah, okay, fine. Yes, we can just go back, figure things out on our own. Okay." Right. And hey, you listen. <sighs> right, thank to you.
3: you. You keep your bazoo shut about this. You don't tell anybody else. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. And
0: um, they're already handing over the daggers. They're handing over the bag with all of Ralph's stuff in it, and they hand over one of those coins. Uh, that that coin with the emblazoned L on it.
1: I I uh, I would like to to ch- chime in as they're as they're leaving. I go, yeah, loose bazoo's, kill dudes. That's right. <laughs> That's right.
0: <laughs> the the one who's just uh was into the the poetry kind of looks back at you. And just closes his eyes and nods his head. And he walks out of the tent. And as he walks out of the tent, Mal, you're right there. And uh, the one who's all nervous just screams, oh my gosh. Um, As you're just standing there with your arms folded. And uh, they slowly walk around you. And you just keep your eyes on them. And they just like give you a wide berth and run back to the city, all three of them.
4: When you were talking about this being a circus, I, in my human experience feel like there are animals at circuses. Are there animals at this circus?
0: Yes there
2: are. or is it
4: just like a thoroughfare of stalls and more like a, a fair?
2: Oh let me tell you, we got this awesome wolf over here.
0: Is this Mickey to me or is this um, is this mal to the party?
4: No, no no, this is this is a question for the DM.
0: Yeah, there are, there are animals, uh, not necessarily visible, but you do hear some animals in the distance. And you hear uh, some uh, carnies speaking about uh, some animals that they've got to get ready or tr- that they've got to train that are giving them a hard time. So
4: while the boys were in the tent, gaining information, Mal remembered that she has another invocation, which, which I have never actually invoked. Which is beast speech, in which I can speak with animals. And in the spell it says that you can comprehend animals, and it has no range. So could Mal have just been standing outside the tent listening to the sounds of animals talking <laughs> and communicating to each other?
0: Wow. Yeah. Absolutely.
4: <laughs> I want to I hear what the animals are saying. <laughs>
0: I mean, I guess this makes up for you for only knowing Common instead of Orcish and all, and all those other things, right? So, um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, so you're caught in thought when these three boys exit this tent and that you almost, like, don't even notice them. You're just, like, really listening in on this intense conversation that two Axe speaks are having with each other.
3: How's your 401k? It's looking pretty diversified. It's looking good.
4: <laughs> I cannot believe Shelly said that to him. She should dump him.
0: Yeah, pretty much just being like uh, uh, that 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 lumbering owner over there he just uh, he just sits on me it's so long like come on give me a break i, w- I wish i could sit on him and the other one's like easy now easy remember we breathe and when we get angry we chop stuff okay we <laughs> use our nose and we chop stuff that's how we get that aggression i oh, know i just want to just want to it just want to just want to, wish i could chop him in half it's okay
3: it's fine it's like a daniel tiger episode
2: and it very intense. And you feel Daniel so Teicher. mad
1: that you wanna yeah. roll take a deep breath. <laughs> count to four. And count to four.
4: It's okay to feel angry. It's not, not, not okay to hurt someone.
1: Got the, got the little birds up in the nest, waiting for their mom to come back, and just going,
3: grown-ups grown-ups come, "Come back." <laughs>
0: Oh man! So yeah, Mal, that's what you were doing while this whole conversation was happening. You're in the world of Mega believe. There you go. There you are.
2: This, <laughs> this, is, is this is turned from a Rune fan cast to a Daniel Tiger fan cast. Yep. <laughs> <It is.
3: laughs> hey, we only go for quality here. Anything quality, <laughs> we will reference it. <laughs> Oh, man. So,
0: Mal, you are free to go into this tent, supposedly, um, and I uh, assume you do once these three leave uh, to join your comrades. Sure. And so all of you now, uh, with Ralph, are in the tent. You have the key, you've got the uh, daggers, and you've got Ralph's belongings, as well as that coin.
3: Ralph, this is our associate, Malamaro. Cool, cool. nice to meet you. I'm is, Ralph. This is Ralph.
1: Still in a cage, but it's all good. Yes. (laughs) I I am a majestic creature that has been held captive, and I turn into my wolf form, and I do like a hair toss.
4: Mal just shakes her head at the menagerie of NPCs that Lance and Fleet will keep picking up.
0: (laughs) Yep. (laughs) Yes. And uh, for anybody caring about beauty, you, you see that this wolf has a very... Uh, while Ralph's, Ralph's hair looks quite good and immaculate, that's also part of his wolf form as well. Um, and he does the... As as he shakes his head, there's just like this really long... Wolfio. Like, uh, uh, yeah, Wolfio, a tuft that like curls perfectly over his face as he as he stands there um, in the wolf form.
2: That slow motion like Prince Charming in Shrek 2 shot... <laughs> Air flinging around. Yes.
0: That's exactly what I was thinking of.
2: Then
1: I'll just, oh, I, 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 I just gnaw on the cage.
0: <laughs> um, but yes, all five all five of you, four of you, five, I'm counting myself, the geeky guy in the corner. Um, all four of you um, are in the tent, um, seemingly not being overheard and uh, to your own devices, so to speak.
2: Yeah, well, so I look at this wolf gnawing on the cage and I figure we should probably let this guy go. Yes. I will
3: I will find the key whatever however they gave it to me and go over to the cage and unlock it.
1: I will I'll take back my elven form when I step out of the cage. And uh, as you're as you're
0: walking out as the as it's mid transformation um you turn back into your elf form and oh, he can finally stand. Oh
1: ten thousand years will give you <laughs> such a crick in the neck. Um just kidding. I've only been in there for like a week. Uh so I grab my stuff, my bag, my blade, and uh I put it all on a ring.
0: It's very Mary Poppins like he pulls a bunch of stuff out of this uh bag. Um seems to be a bag of holding.
1: Yes, it's a deep deep pockets. The, I assume the blade probably wasn't in the bag of holding itself. But, yeah, any kind of my accoutrement, I pull out, put an earring on. Just kind of the, you know, my garb is now complete. Uh, I am whole. And I, uh, I say, thank you very much. Uh, very much appreciate it. I am in your debt. Not a life debt, because I don't think that they could have killed me. But, you know, you mentioned wanting to deal. I mean, <laughs> I... Th- I offered, but you were very much like, let's talk, let's negotiate after you're free, so... So you're um, telling
3: me I should have just accepted it right there?
1: I mean, you kind of had all the leverage while I was in the cage.
3: So you're saying because I gave you grace... Okay, okay, dang it. I, I mean, you want to
1: work with me, you want to deal, I'm free now, so I'm happy to deal, but I I, I think I should have some agency in the matter, at least. Uh, with
0: that, uh, Ralph, um, Jeremy sort of like... Uh, Bumps into your hip a little bit and just...
1: Mm. I'm like, now, nah, now, nah, Jeremy. not nah, now, nah. Okay, please. I'm trying to... I'm trying to get things... I'm going to... I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Are okay. you talking um, to
3: your sword?
1: Yeah. His name's Jeremy. I think I already told you that. No, you told me the name. You didn't tell me that
3: that happens. <laughs> you didn't tell me that you physically talk to an inanimate
1: object. Is there... Do is there other ways to talk? Than Does physically? it talk back? Um, <laughs> I think... My relationship with my sword is mine, okay? (laughs) Oh,
4: my gosh. I want to say you're not wrong, but...
1: (laughs) I mean, listen, I appreciate the interest, but I'm not asking about all of your things that you've got going on.
2: Exactly. I don't know why we're getting so up in arms about, like, talking and hearing weird voices and stuff. I mean, look at who we are.
1: I mean, you guys are clearly... You guys are clearly not the followers of the dragon queen and you have all the followers of the dragon queen things so questions there but I'm not asking I don't need to know
2: you know what they say to defeat thine enemy know thine enemy before you can defeat the monkey king you must drink from his magical fountain I think that's a Kim possible reference
3: what the Sam hell
1: are you talking about fleeple okay so you want to defeat the horde of the dragon queen yes exactly sure okay it's another tick in the good guy box
3: all right, so you obviously have dealings with the Cult of the Dragon.
1: I mean, I would use that term loosely. Well, you have you have issues. Let's say. I have been dealt with by the Cult of the Dragon Queen, yes.
3: Is it just the teenagers or others?
1: Uh, I mean, bigger ones caught me, okay, than the little guys. Really? They were just give, giving were me. Where were they? So, where were the big ones? Uh, in the woods. That's where I kind of spend most of my time. Um. But, uh, yeah, I mean, would you, do you think they could have captured me? I mean, look at me. Come on. Me and Jeremy? No way.
3: Okay, you're putting too much mustard on yourself here, okay? Calm down. Take it down a notch, okay?
1: All right. Taking it down a notch. How can I be of some assistance? They were talking about, um,. Uh, uh, some leaders in the dragon queen is there anybody you're looking for I can help you
2: find yes yes we are looking for someone by the name a, of Vandal uh, Resmere oh yeah Resmir's bad news
1: you know Resmir?
2: Uh yeah
1: I know I know I know about them
3: what exactly do you know
1: about them yeah they've they've they throw her name around quite a bit kind of an important person right very very much so is this your whole party? Just the three of you?
2: Uh, yes, it's 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 a surprisingly small party for d anD D group, isn't it? <laughs> Breaking the fourth the, wall. There, the geeky guy in the corner goes,
0: "Yeah, it's balanced."
1: Um, <laughs> Thomas, I'd like to I'd like to cast my fourth level spell that we talked about. Should I make that clear, or should I just should we just keep it between us? I've noted. Okay, cool. Zone of Truth? Not Zone of Truth. That's a great <laughs> no, fireball. Though. Uh I recently, fun fact, zone of, this is just nerding out a little bit. Yeah. Zone, of, zone of Truth, one of the features is that the caster knows of every creature that failed or succeeded within the Zone of Truth. Mm-hmm. And so if there are hidden creatures in the Zone of Truth, you also would discover that they're there. So if anybody's hiding oh. or invisible. Mm.
4: Zone of Truth. Sneaky, mm-hmm. sneaky, sneaky. It's like a a secondary
1: feature of that spell. That's that's really cool. That's a
0: nice feature of that spell, yeah. Mm -hmm. But yes, noted, Josh.
1: Uh, Yeah, okay, cool. Uh, So, yeah, uh, Resmir,
2: uh, dragon person, correct? Uh, To our understanding, yes. Where's the purple regalia?
1: Yeah, so I've got word that they're uh, at, at a gambling hall. That's what they're talking about.
3: Do you know the
0: specific name of the location? And Josh, I didn't tell you, but yes, you would know, and it is what they mentioned previously called Lottie's Place.
1: In Neverwinter?
0: In Neverwinter itself.
1: Yeah, uh, so Neverwinter, uh, there's a, a gambling hall called Lottie's Place.
3: Would I be familiar with this place, Thomas? Lance Thalen, yes, you would. In fact, you
0: used to frequent Lottie's Place quite a bit. Not a little, but a lot. Oh, Josh, take a, d- a dive inspiration for that.
2: What? First <laughs> night? <laughs> I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> I am so inspired. Thank you. I'm so inspired. <laughs> but yes, Lance,
0: this is a place that you used to frequent.
1: Yeah, I, I mean, I could, I could, uh, I could help you guys find the place. I also, I, I, I do know where that
3: location. Is in Neverwinter, but you, as you can tell, you know we have something to find. What is your stake in all this?
1: I mean, you, <laughs> like, I point at the empty cage, as like, you did me a solid. I may not be interested in like giving you a full-on life debt, okay? I'm mean, like, I'm, it was, but what you did for me was very valuable, and I'm very thankful. I mean, I assume it'd be good to help you out. Just, you know, you scratched my back and. I'm scratch yours do a little bit of good
2: yes you keep talking about this whole life death situation is this like a cultural thing for you so i uh, i am
1: a very rare form of elf we are uh, the lithari you may not have heard of us but uh I'm not a not a druid i'm not a, 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 a werewolf goodness grief i'm a i'm a fey i'm a i'm a fae creature i love the woods and i live By My feels, you know what I mean? Very fly by the seat of my pants. It's good times, me and Jer. So
2: listen, if it's not this thing, it's another thing. And you guys seem cool. When he says that he 's not a druid i my flight kind of lowers a little bit. I 'm like, "Oh yes, well, you know, we are cool, we are very cool, we're a really cool group of people, so I think you're 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 in the right moving along with us. so I mean, I think it'd be really awesome to go to this gambling den i've never been to a hall of vice and licentiousness before.
0: Oh no, oh no,
2: <laughs> Flevo. <Fleeful. laughs>
0: Okay, Playful.
3: Fleeful, Fleeful. <laughs> rules, rules for going to an establishment as such. Do not take out your pocketbook.
2: All right. That's the only one?
1: But you can gamble as much as you want. <laughs> That's one of the most important... <laughs> no! <shouldn't you? laughs> I don't know what pocketbooks are, but man, they've got all kinds
2: of stuff that you can waste money on.
3: Do not spend money. Got it?
2: Well, that seems kind of counterintuitive to the whole point of a gambling den.
1: The gold pieces that the kids have, right? Those are from... Are some of those yeah. from this place? And they,
0: just, they just had the one. They just had okay. the
1: one, and it is from this place.
0: In fact, Lance, I uh, should have mentioned it previously, but you recognize it. Um, Ralph, you do as well. Um, of, of the establishment, the emblazoned L on it. A little bit larger than a gold piece itself, but yes, this is from the location. So... Uh, I assume that all four of you start venturing forth towards
2: Lottie's place. Then I'm into it. Yeah. Let's do it. Absolutely.
1: Excellent. Yeah. I'm. If 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 anyone wants to talk, I'll stay in L form. But otherwise, I'll I'll turn into a wolf and I can scout around. And
3: is being a wolf in the streets of Neverwinter the best idea?
1: I mean, and I would like to cast uh, pass without trace. Yeah. Oh. So I have a special thing where I can, I can use that without using a spell slot. Wow. Cool. Okay. Uh, so nice. I'd like to just cast that and then in wolf form just disappear as quickly as possible from any of their views. Great. And
0: so as he, as you ask that question to Ralph, he mumbles something under his breath, turns into wolf form and almost disappears and you see a tent flap. You all, the three remaining of you go, well. I guess we're off to Lottie's place. And that is where we're going to end this week's episode of I Cast Fireball.
2: Yeah. Honey.
1: It's great. (sighs) How many episodes have you guys ended by actually casting Fireball? We've never well, ended an episode casting it. We've cast it once.
3: None of us, none of us
0: have That's it like in, naming our, a show in our in our Attack
1: And then never ever making sneak attacks. Exactly. Well, we none, have, of our,
0: like, none of our players have that in their spell list. We have an yep. ion
3: stone that has it in it, but we don't have it in our spell slot. I already cast. Spells. I cast it.
4: We don't and even have the spell anymore. It, so.
3: Oh, I thought it stays <laughs> in, I thought it just recharges that spell nope. every like. I can. No. Na- I've
4: now put it. a spell.
0: I've been, I put a spell into
4: it and I can use it as an extra spell no.
0: slot. You no, know, it is like
1: Fireball. It's the most like roll credits name for a podcast. Like your guys' very last epic thing, you just go and end the show. I cast Fireball. You know, it's really good. <laughs> I be gain it if I gained really like, another
4: Warlock level, but.
1: That would really suck
3: if we're like just going to bed. It's like, can you take your night's sleep? I guess Fireball. <laughs> Let's <laughs> blow up the tower. <laughs> And that's our episode.
0: <laughs> well, everybody, thank you so much. I had a ton of fun here. Uh, Josh, big round of applause for Josh. Thank you so much for joining oh, us. Man. It's, I'm so happy to be here. Crushed it. It's so much fun uh, what you're bringing to the table here. And we get you for more than just this episode. So I'm yes. real excited to see how it keeps moving forward and uh, how we're going to keep going on here. But everybody, players, Thank you for joining us. And you listeners, thank you for joining us on this week's episode of iCast Fireball. As always, if you like what we're doing, please leave us a five-star review. It lets us know what you, that you like what we're doing and it gets us into other people's recommended feeds too, so that they can follow along on the fun adventure. Um, as always, shoot us an email at iCastFireball2020 at gmail.com. If you'd like to chat with us about something a little bit more in depth uh, than just a review or anything on our um, social media feeds. But speaking of social media, don't forget to Follow us, shout us out, uh, hashtag us out on our Twitter, Facebook and Instagram feed with the handle at ICastFireball20. Uh, you can get sneak peeks of upcoming episodes, maybe character art of uh, or, or inspiration art for uh, Ralph here that Josh brought to the table, and maybe some secrets that are coming up that the DM has in store for our party. I just want to give a quick shout out to our sister podcast, Improv Tabletop, where Ned takes the wheel as the GM or the keeper and goes through many one-month fate adventures or his ongoing avatar, legends campaign it's a ton of fun it's wonderful don't forget to leave them a five-star review when you check them out uh before we close out here josh why don't you shout out what you've got
1: going on sure so right now the biggest thing i've got going on is the titans of altera it is a 5e uh, original adventure uh, set in my own homebrew world and it's basically me trying to bring power rangers and voltron into a fantasy setting but over the years it's diverged and become its own crazy unique thing and now right now we're only literally publishing like an episode a month but it's uh it's kind of a what's a, a labor of love and uh, I, I play with my family but yeah you're welcome to check that out the titans of Volterra
0: yes go check them out it's a ton of fun also family friendly um mm-hmm. the big reason why a uh, way that i found josh was trying to find family friendly podcasting when there was very little or none at all when it came to DD. so not only that but if you can get your hands on the sneak attack series um that's as we've mentioned many many times before that's what we got got us to love Five E and doing an actual play DD podcast but everybody out there Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share with your friends and fellow Wacky Adventurers. But around the table, including Josh's character, we've got Malamara, Lance Thalen, Fleeple, and Ralph. Let's keep that fire going, and we'll see you all next time.